Good morning, tea friends. Happy Friday. Thanks for being here. For those of you who are joining us live in the virtual studio, it is so lovely to see you. It's so lovely to be back in practice with you after we took a little week off for mini spring break. And for those of you who are joining us on the podcast, hello out there. Thanks so much for being here. Today, uh, we are so happy to welcome back into the space uh, our dear friend, Jess uh, Young Chang, who will be joining us in just a little bit for uh, for some tea and for some sharing. So it's going to be a good one, y'all. So let's get nice and cozy. Um, a note as we are getting set up and we are settling in that today's practice, we are going to be working with two bowls, two bowls. The other one doesn't have to be one necessarily that you are drinking from. It's just we need another container <laughs> for a little little brief exercise there. So it could just be another little separate bowl, just kind of set off to the side for a little bit. So just take a moment to get yourself another bowl. And then anything else that you might like to have in your practice, in your space today. So just some awareness for we are now uh, comfortably in the spring season, right? We're a few days into spring here in the Northern hemisphere. And so that might mean a little different orientation in our tea space, such as maybe um, anything that goes on the table, like a little tablecloth or a placemat, a houseplant friend. Maybe we have access to some flowers. Maybe we're sitting by a window and we can crack the window open a little bit and get some of that fresh air inside. Listening to the sounds of our springtime environment and how just things around us shift and change too uh, with the season as well. Um, we may also like to practice with a little bit of a different water temperature, just as a little side note. Maybe we don't need the water to be quite as hot it has been in the winter when we've been practicing and it's been quite cold, particularly if you are taking sessions with us in the mornings, maybe just things could be a little, little cooler. Uh, maybe what we need to make ourselves comfortable in our seat is different. So just take, take some time to kind of like rehome yourself on this spring day here for our session. And we are closing out the month of March here with our theme on clearing. So on this very thing of taking a look at what we want to keep with us transitioning into this season and what we are in practice with letting go, what we are in practice with making space for. And so we can do this on like this little micro level, even as we are settling into our space, making sure that the space feels fresh for us and new and supportive. So just gradually as you are making everything nice and cozy with your tea and your kettle, any tea bowl that you are practicing with. And again, just this little extra bowl that's off to the side. We don't need a second tea. It's just a separate bowl, just to hold some water for a moment. Anything else that you think you might like in the space? And then inviting yourself to come to a comfortable seated position that's relatively still. It's not rigid. It's just a soft stillness. It's upright like a little blade of grass poking through. 
the warm earth in the early spring. So upright, reaching for the sun, but soft and curious. Taking a moment to settle into your cushion, to your chair, wherever you happen to be sitting. Bringing our whole awareness into coming into this space for this beautiful pause together. Knowing that we are in community with each other. And as we are, even for our, our dear friends listening to us here on the podcast, knowing that you are in practice with people around the world. Lovely tea friends in a couple dozen different countries now. And practicing together, enjoying our tea together, making space for ourselves. And so just absorbing that for a moment, absorbing the moment of being together and also the awareness of your space today. What does your space feel like? Noticing the relative quiet in your space and little sounds that you might be able to hear either close by or off in the distance. Noticing what the light is like at this time of year in your room where you're practicing. Just being curious, how has the light changed over just the last few weeks? How quickly things start to bloom and to grow? Noticing the temperature of the air. And how even if the air might feel like it's roughly the same right now as it did a few weeks ago, the actual measurement of the temperature might be the same, but it just feels different now. It's charged with this kind of different energy. As we're settling, we can close the eyes if that feels like it helps us to invite some of that quiet to go within, helps us focus. Or we could just soften our gaze, keeping the eyes open and just rest the eyes on something that is lovely and pleasant and gentle to look at in your tea space today. Maybe it's your tea bowl. Maybe you're practicing with a new bowl for spring. Maybe it's the tea on your table or a candle. And just finding something that is gentle to look at and just resting the eyes there. In the same way that we can practice softening and releasing in the body, considering what do our eyes need to rest? Where they need to breathe. We soften the eyelids, the eyebrow, the space between the eyebrows, the corners of the eyes. 
soften the lower eyelid and the little space underneath the eyes. I'm just inviting this whole part of the face to just do a little bit less for a moment. And notice if that has an effect on the rest of this part of the body, the rest of the face, the head and the neck. And checking in with ourselves, just noticing how we feel in our whole body today. Whatever that might be in naming it, greeting it by name, if we know exactly what some of those feelings or sensations or emotions might be. And saying hello to them, inviting them to practice. You've shown up here with us for some tea. We recognize our sense of hope, our optimism. We say hello and we embrace our sense of exhaustion, our weariness. We put an arm around the parts of ourselves that are tired, maybe a little sore, maybe a little sleepy. We sit in the company with the parts of ourselves that are vibrant, wide awake, excited to go, and everything in between. And before we practice with our tea before we shift into sharing this communal space with our tea friend. Let's take a moment to just sit together for one minute in silence and just listening to how our breathing is today, listening to the sound of our own gentle in-breath and out-breath as we settle into this space. Coming back into the whole space of our awareness, the whole moment, 
in your room with yourself and here among tea friends. We're going to begin first with a clearing of the tea bowl itself, clearing of the vessel that we practice and get to know our tea through. So first, make any movement that you need in your space to get your hot water. Maybe it's right next to you, maybe it's in another room. It's going nice and slow, reaching for your hot water. Making your way back to your seat. And once you get there, we'll just put a little bit of water inside our tea bowl. Maybe just like a couple of tablespoons. And then set our kettle aside for a little moment here. And then picking up our tea bowl, we'll use this water to warm and to cleanse the inside of the bowl. So holding our bowl with our hands, and we can just roll the water around inside by rolling the bowl itself in the palms of the hands, making these warming kind of releasing motions with the wrists as well. Feeling the warmth of this hot water transfer through the bowl to our hands. Creeping that water up to the edges of the bowl as far as it can go without spilling out. And then once you feel that your bowl is sufficiently warmed, this is what our extra bowl is here in the space for. We'll just simply take this water and then we release it to the other bowl. And once you've released warming water setting your tea bowl back down again and then now reaching for your tea that you have called into the space today take a moment to just hold your tea with both hands and consider what it was about this tea that drew you in this morning if this is a regular tea that you practice with or if it's a new friend or if it's a friend that we only encounter during the spring season. Maybe you haven't seen them for a while. Running our fingertips through the tea, just noticing its texture, noticing different sensations on the fingertips compared to holding the tea bowl itself. And then place the generous pinch of this tea inside your warmed tea bowl now. And taking a moment to pick up the tea bowl and bring the bowl itself to your nose and smell the tea inside. Notice the fragrance of that tea really come alive now that the bowl itself is fresh and clear and warm. How generously it gives its fragrance. It says hello to you. And just take a generous pause here to 
really just be in this moment with this tea, appreciating this warm fragrance inside the clear bowl. Then whenever you feel ready, setting your bowl down and once again, reaching for your kettle. And now we can add the hot water to our tea, moving nice and slowly as we do. Just appreciating the slowness of the water, enough that you could see the little twist and ripples in the stream as the water meets the leaf. And the tea starts to swirl around inside the bowl. And then setting your kettle aside, taking a little pause here to just recenter ourselves, adjusting our posture so we're comfortably upright, facing our tea bowl. And we could rest the hands alongside the bowl or cup it if it feels like the hands could use a little bit of warmth this morning. We could also rest our hands in our lap if we like. We just spend some time here just watching our tea. Just watching the steam rising and releasing from the surface. Sharing the space of the air around you. And we can notice what's happening on the surface of our tea how pale the water is near the surface, how clear. And then gradually, as we start to go down deeper into the bowl, things become richer, they become denser. Your tea might be huddled together at the bottom of the bowl. And so it might remind us of the rich nutrients that are deep inside the earth, deep at the bottom of a lake or an ocean. The stillness and the richness that's down there. Notice where you see space and clear patches inside your tea. might see little openings on the surface with the leaves parting, allowing a little bit of clear to come through. And we can notice these little areas of space around the whole of the tea itself, every single little tea leaf and all the little folds and twists and turns, how they all nestle together, but all the leaves also give each other space.
And as we watch our tea, think for ourselves how we might feel this awareness inside the body. All the parts of ourselves, bones and muscles and organs, everything all nestled together close in, but also separate, also giving each other space to move freely, to exist within its own little micro communities in different areas of the body as they need to focus on their function and their form. Room to breathe inside the body. And if it feels comfortable, we can lift our tea bowl, bring it to our nose. Breathing in the beautiful fragrance and notice how it's different than the fragrance of just the tea when it was in the bowl. Now through water, through the shared and communal experience of what water creates, something more is here. Notice what happens to your breath as you breathe this tea. Does it go deeper? Does it hold? Does it expand out? Does it feel like it dives down? What is the feeling of your breath as you're breathing the tea? And then if you like, take a sip of your tea. And notice the sensation of water meeting the tongue. Tea filling the inside of the mouth. It's there for a moment and then it disappears. The sensation of like a single drop of rain that hits the sidewalk in spring. A few drops of water that met the inside of the tea bowl today to warm it, to clear it. What space is created for us inside by just this single little bit of tea? And how would you describe that sensation? When you're ready, take another sip.
Noticing the smallness of this motion, this moment, this act of just a little bit of tea and the effect that that can have on the whole body. Where there is softening, where there is opening. And what fills that opening now? What are we inviting to be in that space that we are creating for ourselves? And listening deeply to the body, moving at a rhythm that feels good for us whenever we feel called to, enjoying another sip of tea, and then lowering the bowl a little bit, relaxing our hands and our arms, relaxing the breath, to just really honor and notice that individual sip of tea. how it's different and what it adds to our experience. It's moving at your own pace as we begin our transition now for our contemplation with our friend Jess. Drinking as much tea as you like or refreshing your bowl whenever you need. And being mindful of the pauses in between each sip of tea. Mm. Mm. Sometimes you just have to take a minute. <laughs> I have been thinking of this clearing as a practice, as a theme, as a way of being and doing all month. And so Here's hoping I have something useful to offer at the end of the month. <laughs> so for so much of the month, I've been thinking of clearing as an act, as a verb, as a, a do. And this morning thinking about clearing, I was thinking about clearing as a noun, a space, a a part of the landscape on which you emerge that feels and is more spacious than 
than this the the space that you were in before. And I wonder, I, I invite you to consider right now moments in your life, maybe even just one moment in your life when you felt like you had arrived at a clearing. When enough had shifted or you had let go of enough or set aside enough that oh, there, there was just space and freedom and light and depth that was that was generous and nourishing. A friend said to me last night that he has upwards of like 40 or 50 dining chairs in his home. I don't know where you keep all that much furniture. I, I can't even conceive of it. But I said to him, when you let when you decide to let go of some of that furniture, you are going to feel so free. Because um, all I could think was like how heavy, <laughs> how heavy all of that must be and how much space it must take up and how spacious and free it will feel to be free of it. This morning, I drew a card in a deck uh, that was about or that in, invited me to consider the sort of painful side of clearing, you know, uh, the the clearing that I don't consent to or that I don't do of my own will, but that happens anyway, that the universe does that someone I'm in relationship with decides needs to happen, that time happens, that time makes happen. And it made me think about messengers that I, I sort of pay attention to in my own life and what they offer me in clearing. And so I pulled a couple of cards out of a couple of decks of a, a tarot card in specific called the Tower. So if, if some of us read tarot or are familiar with the deck, you'll know what it looks like. But I brought two cards that I could show the people who are here. This is from a deck called the Fountain Tarot. Um, and then I, I traveled recently and bought a beautiful deck while I was on, in Puerto Rico. And this is the tower in that deck. And for those of you who are listening later or who are unfamiliar with the tarot, uh, the tower, uh, that card in the, in the deck, generally features uh, an architectural like tower that is disintegrating. Bricks are falling off of it. People are falling off of it. It is on fire. It is crumbling. So like cataclysmic, massive, literally earth-shaking transformation, right? And, and often when this card appears to me, um, I can, a part of me gets ah, kind of anxious and seizes and, and tightens up like, oh, something is changing in a big, powerful way that I may not be ready for or that I might not even want. Um, and the, the card that I drew in a different deck this morning invited me to surrender to that transformation, surrender to that letting go. And, and it made me think about all of the ways in which clearing happens in our lives that we don't get to choose or that we don't want or like or don't feel good and how we can meet that. How we can show up with our anxiety and anger and sadness and pain. And also our curiosity, maybe just like a modicum of trust, like a grain of sand 
or a size of a mustard seed. We can, we can be curious about what will come from this clearing as po powerfully difficult as it might be on this moment or in this moment, in this time. I am a person who likes to clear. I like to give away stuff. I like to travel light. Uh, don't believe what my husband tells you. It's true. I like to travel light. Um, and the things that the things, the people, the relationships, the practices, the places that I'm attached to, I'm also very attached to. So when I have to clear a thing, if I haven't chosen it, it it takes a lot of effort and I make a lot of noise about it. And I am learning that in insofar as clearing is a kind of goodbye, that that it is almost always useful. Getting a chance to say goodbye to the cool, stale energy in my bowl created space for me to put new leaves into my bowl and to be met by them so fully in a way that I would not have been if I had not used that water and said goodbye to that previous energy. Hmm. And so maybe I'm drawing a little bit on like my own need to make a, a story out of a painful thing. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, and maybe that sounds, you know, hollow when you shine that into your own heart and into your own circumstance. You think, oh, Jess, I, nope, just random, just stuff bumping into each other. That's not how it works. And that's okay too. Um, but I do know, I have learned that I, I cannot hold anything in a hand, in my hand that is holding onto something else. And sometimes I will want to let go. And sometimes I will have to let go. And sometimes I won't want to let go, but I will have to let go anyway. So I suppose my invitation this morning or this day is to consider how to meet clearing that we might not want or consent to or like with as much curiosity and as much equanimity as we meet clearing that we have chosen, that we're ready for, that we're uh, joyous or excited about. Can we, can we find in some part of ourself curiosity and openness to a clearing that maybe takes us by surprise?
Jess, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, how can people find you and what's going on that you might want to share with any listeners? Mm, uh, I write occasionally at <laughs> adevotedyogi.com. And that is also a space where you can find my uh, yoga teaching schedule. Although in our my current sort of reality, it's pretty brief or pretty, yeah, brief is the right word. But um, I'm also available on Instagram at Jess Young Chang. Um, those are the, the two easiest ways, I think, to get in contact with me. I am grateful to be graduating from my final year hmm. at Harvard Divinity School. Woo! And, uh, yeah, and I hope to be back in this space soon to share a little information about a project that's been on my mind. Uh, I've been working on this thesis around healing and spiritual experience and chaplaincy in, in a sort of dialogue with the work of Julian of Norwich. And so if folks are interested in that, I hope that either I can share with you and Suze or the next time that I'm here, I can share a little bit of information where people can perhaps join me for a, a conversation either on Zoom or in person if you're in the Cam mm. Boston, Cambridge area um, to hear a little bit of that work. Oh my gosh, maybe we could do a special tea and contemplation session where like I just interview you about your thesis project. Oh, I would love to talk about it. So if that yeah. feels right and resonant, I'm happy to. Yeah, awesome. Suze, how about you? <laughs> and y'all can find me at uh, Instagram and Facebook and I lurk on Twitter uh, at being T and my website is also being Nice and simple, everything all together. Um, Adam, like to share a little bit where folks can find you? I'm just really basking. You're in, not lurking. <laughs> you're, I'm, ba you're, I'm basking you're really in, in you <laughs> as a Twitter lurker. I love that. Yes, I love that. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I I lurk with uh, real birds. I, I lurk at them um, uh, <laughs> here at the uh, Montrose Bird Sanctuary. It's it's migration time. Um, you can uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Adam Grassi. Um, a-D-A-M-G-R-O-S-S-I and um, my website also myname.com established all these things before I realized how cringy it would be to just say my name constantly when I'm sharing <laughs> how to find me uh, so, it, so it goes so it goes <laughs> thanks everyone thanks y'all so good to be with you